the following announcement has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Yo, it's Ricky Shane Page, RSP, and you're listening to Perched on the Top Rope, somewhere I go very often. Welcome, everyone, to Perched on the Top Rope. And as you heard from that show opener, we have the MLW National Openweight Champion, Ricky Shane Page, from The Calling. And ladies and gentlemen, ahead of MLW slash WTF's one shot, the national openweight champion Ricky Shane Page here is getting set on, getting set to take on Jimmy Lloyd, who Ricky just beat one of your calling members, Cannonball, in the Thumbtack Pit of Death match. Does that draw any concern to you? prior to this match coming up? No, not really. Uh, I've been in the ring with Jimmy before. I've known Jimmy since he was like 17 years old. I think I met him in a at an indie show. Uh, I'm not really afraid of um, former child stars. So uh, I think we'll be okay. All right, then. Now, uh, today on X, Matt Cardona actually posted this and i'm going to share my screen with you real quick okay so you can see just exactly what i'm talking about now effie had tweeted about jimmy lloyd and jim jimmy here as you can see in the the little image uh matt cardona quote tweeted it saying that jimmy lloyd is his broski now if I'm not mistaken. You helped Matt Cardona defeat Nick Gage. Yep, sure did. Matt Cardona is on this same pay-per-view taking on the MLW heavyweight champion, Alex Kane. So I have to ask, knowing that you've helped Cardona, and now knowing that Cardona is saying that Jimmy Lloyd is his broski, what would happen if Matt Cardona interfered in this match tomorrow? Um, well, I don't think Matt wants to do that. Matt likes to talk about being Deathmatch King, but he's really not. Uh, and I'm I'm sure he's just working Jimmy somehow to make some more money just so he can buy some more uh little wrestling dolls. So uh I'm not worried about Matt Cardona. The only reason I helped him is because I absolutely hate Nick Gage. <laughs> All right. Now, what about your former tag team partner who also, Akira, who actually came to the aid of Jimmy Lloyd at that same uh, MLW TV taping where he defeated Cannonball? Is he going to be a concern of yours if he interrupts? I mean, he's always going to be a concern. Uh, he's like uh, an annoying little brother that I just can't get rid of. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. But again, I don't. I think combined, both of these, uh, Jimmy and Akira, uh, combined aren't smart enough to really surprise me. So I think I think I'll be okay. Okay. Now it's funny that you bring up Cardona and dolls. Mm-hmm. Knowing that MLW has their own figure line, could we see a Ricky Shane Page action figure in the future? I hope so. That would be absolutely wonderful as a goal of mine. I don't really, I'm not a collector myself, but um, I think it's every wrestler's goal to 
have an action figure. So I'm hoping that's going to be coming. I know there's a new line coming out. I'm not exactly sure who's in it. So um, we'll just have to wait and see. Awesome. Now, I'm really excited for uh, MLW's one shot. But one thing that has me excited about it, besides the fact that we're going to have all this action, there are superstars from all over the world taking part in this pay-per-view but also from other companies like new japan pro wrestling tokyo joshi cmll down in mexico how important is it for mlw to have these relationships with these companies all over the world oh i mean it's super important i mean this is how it's always been in wrestling is having working relationships with other companies you know across borders and seas and whatnot that's just that's how it's always been that's how it should be i think that wrestling got away from that for a long time where it was a bit um us against them where i think everybody knows now that there's enough pie to go around and if you just help each other out everybody eats a little bit more so it's 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 a necessity to have these relationships and especially with cmll which is you know like the longest running wrestling promotion in the world like 75 years or something which is insane and then you know new japan is the biggest company in in japan and uh yeah there it doesn't get any better than that yeah it's it's honestly really incredible and coming up in 2024 are there any companies that you would like to see mlw work with that they haven't worked with um there's definitely, I mean, there's places in, in the UK that I think MLW could work with, you know, places like TNT or Progress, Attack Pro Wrestling, Rev Pro. There's all sorts of places, you know, there, there's definitely a built-in, uh, you know, thing with Rev Pro there because I know Rev Pro uh, works with New Japan as well. So I'm sure that, that Olive Branch could be reached out there. I mean, I, I think MLW just needs to keep doing what they're doing and build good relationships with people and um, just be a positive uh positive force in the wrestling space. I like that. I'm all about the positivity with, with others like that. That is really cool. Um, MLW had also posted on their social media asking the fans who they would like to see be brought to MLW in 2024. Who would you like to see come to MLW? Oh, oh God. I don't know if you have enough time. Uh, <laughs> um, the Miracle Generation, uh, their tag team out of the the Northeast, uh, Kylon King and Dustin Waller, they are absolutely amazing. Um, I sing their praises everywhere they go, everywhere I go. They're super young. Um, Cody Lane, he's he's uh the Southern Flamingo. He's wonderful. I think that he definitely could add some stuff, uh, some some uh, likability and character to the roster. Uh, there's another tag team out of uh, the Kansas City area. Uh, they're called the Premier, uh, Campbell Myers and SK Bishop. That's another team that I really really like. Um, there's a women, a woman's worker out in the West Coast called Amira. She's really good. Um, oh, I just found there's like two other girls I just found. I can't remember their names right now. I'm always I'm always on the lookout for young wrestlers. So uh, Alex Daniels is someone that's out of Ohio. Ashton Day is another person that's out of Ohio. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. It's not just these people that uh, everybody on X and Instagram like. There's a ton of good wrestlers out there. 
and there's a bunch of my friends. Oh, Jake Christ is another one, another person I would love to see in MLW. He's super underrated. It's this generation's Eddie Guerrero, if you ask me. Um, and uh, but yeah, there's plenty of people out there that deserve shots and that um, that people are sleeping on. I gotta agree with you. Um, I'm I'm up in the northeast. <laughs> So, like, independent companies up by me, uh, great, great talents. On, and companies come here quite a bit. Um, like, WWE has house shows and things like that. But uh, sometimes I feel like the, these guys up this way don't get the exposure that they should. But there's – and there's so many that don't use social media also, you know, that – don't get that mm-hmm. exposure, which um, I think is kind of a kind of a shame, really. If you think mm-hmm. about it, um, for sure, it's hard to navigate because you know social media is very toxic at times, and it's hard to be a public person in that space. And uh, but, and I also think that people put a little bit too much importance on social media. It's obviously very, very, very important, and you should do it and have it. But I think people need to learn how to navigate it a little better, especially being a young wrestler. Um, it's super, super important to to have it and to get the, the the exposure you can off of it. But it's not everything. You have to do it all. You know, that's what I always try to tell people. Yeah. the The problem I have, besides from like the negativity from social media and the news, is like the same way. There's so much negativity in the news that for me as someone who likes to be positive, doesn't want to watch that. Um, It's just, for me, it can be too much. And now I think we're at a point as human beings that we are extremely wrapped up in social media because there's so many different platforms, Mm -hmm. X, Instagram, and then Instagram has um, threads. Yeah. Threads. Uh, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube. There's there's so many different ways. I mean, that's not even including like Tumblr and Reddit and you mm-hmm. know all these other different uh, forum board like uh, Discord chats and yeah, Discord. Another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much that you almost have to kind of have like a social media manager because there's so much of it or really pick and choose where you know your audience is almost yeah uh, it's it's super hard to navigate because a lot of times yeah i think these these kids come out of a wrestling school and they're in their early 20s sometimes late teens and someone goes okay you're a public figure now go get a twitter and an instagram and a facebook and live about your life and it's like no you have to like give them a little bit more hindsight and 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 like a little bit more tips going into it because they're young and they're still figuring out who they are as a person and so and then you know people make mistakes and then some fans will see it and then all of a sudden it's like well you know that person's the worst person ever for life and it's like well no they're probably 20 and said something (laughs) dumb like you know so it's super hard it's super hard to navigate because you do see people you know get jobs and hired and things you know off of tweets or a gif or something so they um they really think that's the way to go which it is sometimes for some people but i always say this wrestling is a long game um it's a marathon it's not a race and you don't get good 
until you're too old to do anything about it. That's usually the way it goes. So enjoy the journey, no, you know, not the destination. Yeah. Now I, I do have to, how do you keep up with all the different social media platforms with having such a busy schedule? Um, I have always been kind of like tapped into that stuff. Uh, like I remember I got a Twitter in like 2010 or something like that. I had a, I had a, I got a YouTube in 05. Uh, I used to have one of those director accounts. I think I, my account is still like at a, a technically like a director's account on YouTube, which was different when they first started. So I've always been kind of up on that. Um, I just make sure to post promotional stuff and I know when I need to post my little get everybody riled up stuff, you know, get them, get them retweeting and things like that. Um, I just don't live and die by it. I usually, I used to vanity search all the time. I really don't do that anymore. I don't really care what people think of me, especially people on, on Twitter or X. It's like the, you know, the dregs of humanity there. Uh, <laughs> so, but it's just about having a, um, having the right mindset going in and knowing that this is not real. And that it's just, I always tell kids that social media is like putting seasoning on your food. It ain't the meal. It's just a little something extra. So be good at wrestling, make good choices, be a good person, make good business choices, and the rest will happen. I agree. Great advice for those younger talents coming up in the professional wrestling world. Now, you are no stranger to the Anawahi family yes and the do you have something out for them you um both your championships and mlw have come at the cost of an anawahi slash fatu family member um uh, yeah i mean it's just not fair they're so good and just <laughs> and just naturally and it's really frustrating uh you know as someone who has had to work hard very very hard to be okay at this um and they are just it's just like they're born to do this jacob fatu is probably the most naturally gifted and talented wrestler i've ever worked with in all of my years in wrestling like he he is a one in a million and it, it just blows my mind and it's, yeah it's annoying he just has a punchable face <laughs> now the National Openweight Championship is your first singles championship in MLW, as you had previously won the MLW Tag Team Championship. So what was it like to, you know, not only win, you know, your first championship in MLW being the tag team, but also what was it like to win your first singles championship in the company? Uh, it was it was awesome, especially to do in, you know, less than a year. Um, and then to do it uh, with a guy like Fatu, who is a pillar of MLW, if you will, for lack of a better term. Uh, he's been here since day one. He's been the guy for years. And um, for me, it was like the ushering in of a new era of a bit of more edgy MLW, a bit more getting back to MLW's roots. Um, and, you know, what better way than to solidify yourself in the, you know, when you're fresh in a company and your rookie year in the company to, to be, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah, and, and it's truly amazing. And I have to ask, after Thursday, 
what plans do you have for the remainder of 2023 in MLW? And what do you have in store for 2024? Well, 2023, I mean, at this point, 2023 is basically over. Let's enjoy the holidays. That's what I'll say. I'll give MLW a break from my uh, reign of terror. But um, uh, 2024, for me, in my personal life, professional life, and in my MLW life, is growth. That's my goal, is to just to grow as a person, as a wrestler, uh, as a you know a backstage producer, agent, player, coach, whatever my role at MLW is officially called. Um, it's just about growing. I want to grow the company. Um, MLW's been putting on some banger shows and like really very entertaining stuff, palatable, easy to watch, great production, great wrestlers. I mean, what's not to like, you know? And uh, that's not just me saying that because they pay me money. I honestly, truly believe. I watch the show and I'm like, man, this is. This is fun. This is like a good show. Uh, so for me, it's just about growth. And um, I want to take this company and, and and get it as big as I can, which is my goal for every place that I've wrestled. And um, I just want to become the best version of me inside and outside of the ring. And I want to help the next generation going forward. And, you know, I'm really getting to do that working backstage. So, um, yeah, growth. That's the, that's the, That's my word for 2024. I like that word growth and speaking of growth, there are a lot of talents that you have worked with that have also grown. And I'm going to list off some names here. Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, Wheeler Yuta, win wins and losses versus the current AEW champion, MJF, former WWE United States champion, Austin theory, what was it like working with these guys and seeing the success they're having now? Uh, I mean, it's great. Um, especially you know, someone like MJF, let's say, for example, uh, is a very good friend of mine. Um, I'm friends with his dad on Facebook, uh, the the Paleo King himself. Um, so, you know, he, when he first started, I was around and he, and, and he had uh, moved to Ohio for a little bit and was training there so i would get in cars with him and he always just kind of had it and but although he doesn't act like it he was always a bit humble and asked questions even though he acted like he knew everything which he still does he always was growing and learning and you know and and also just teaching me about like life, like, uh, like, honestly, like, I think MJF was like the first Jewish person I ever really like hung out with or like knew on a personal level. It's just, I was never around many Jewish people when I was younger. So he taught me a lot about that kind of stuff, smart me up to that, you know, things that he went through in life. So uh, it's just, it's cool to see these people grow and, and go on and go on WrestleMania. Like I'm really good friends with Pete Dunn, Butch. And, uh, you know, I helped him out when he first, came over to the States and had a tour. And now he's butch. He's the man at WWE. He's been on WrestleManias. He's done takeovers. He's won titles. I'm super proud of him. Like I, and I always will be. So I love, I love being that the guy on the Indies that everybody knows and has gone through. And, and uh, I've helped, helped as many people as I can. Cause that's what I always am good at. I'm good at helping people. So um, I'm super pumped for all those people. Uh, Max 
particularly max i know you're probably not gonna see this but love you buddy and like i'm super pumped that you're in a movie and stuff <laughs> yeah speaking of, he's uh, the iron claw yeah yeah uh, incredible he helped me get my job at mlw yeah uh, he was he was uh he was uh putting me over to the to the higher ups here and that was one of the reasons that they hired me so he hasn't forgot and that's uh and i think that that pretty much sums up max right there that's a whole nother side of max that i've never seen because i'll be honest with you uh when i interviewed him and he had just signed with aew uh I'm not a big guy by any means. Mm -hmm. I, I'm 200 pounds, 205. Depend depends on uh, how many Dr. Peppers I have. I guess I love a Dr. Pepper. Oh, it, it drives me crazy. It's my favorite. So, I meet him in Binghamton, New York. Two CW. Excite Wrestling, but two ah, CW okay. Syracuse. Um, very okay. sad. I don't. I don't know if you heard this or not. I'm gonna, I'll go back to this. Um, yeah. You remember Jack Trades? I the name. I don't. I I barely went out there. Oh yeah, he um he had passed away recently of cancer. Oh no, that's terrible. Yeah. But um yeah no uh two CW did run uh Binghamton shows as well, and then Johnny Moose, who is part of two yeah. CW, he split off and created Excite Wrestling out of. Binghamton. I know. I know. I know. Oh yeah, love, yeah. love, love both shows. Been to, been to both multiple yeah. times. Uh, phenomenal, um, but it was uh, Excite Wrestling, and he uh, MJF had just signed with AEW, mm. and we're doing an interview, and he's he's. I think the first words out of his mouth were something about. No one's probably listening to this show, so come on, you fat bastard! What do you got for me? And I just, I couldn't not laugh at it. It was just so <laughs> funny. It was He's just so worst. funny. And like, I wouldn't edit it out because I was like, I like, I know this is, yeah. I'm. I should probably hear worse. But he's he, he's a he's a prick. He's <laughs> <laughs> like that in real life, but he just turns it up. So yeah, much. But, yeah. Even as your friend, you have to be like, "Hey, man, like, can you stop, please?" <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really cool to hear like a story like that. Like that's yeah. something you don't you don't hear often, he's, especially with MJF. He's a good dude, uh, and uh, again, another person I'm super super proud of. Like, uh, uh, there, um, there's a term, and I don't Americans don't use it much. It's a, a British thing called grafting, which just means you're always like working hard, you know. And he's a grafter. He just works and works and works and. Uh, it's paying off and super happy for him. Yeah. It's uh really great to see him especially, you know, watching the progress just grow and grow and grow. It's as you said, growth, everything's about growth. Yes. Which is incredible. And speaking of growth, what is in store for the calling in 2024 in MLW? Ooh, same thing, brother growth. Uh, you know, I'd like to add some more members. I have ideas um, and more gold. So uh, that is always the that was always the goal. Um, but I'm really happy with Talon and and, and Cannonball right now, and and uh, I'm really excited for the future. If you don't mind me asking, uh, 
any members in particular you would like to add? That one I'm going to keep to the close to the vest, but you never know. I mean, I said a lot of names earlier, so. Uh, very true. Very true. Now, I do have to ask if you could go back to the beginning of your career, what would you tell yourself? Um, work out, go to the gym. Um, it is something that I struggle with to this day. I hate it. I hate working out. I wish that I would have instilled that in myself when I was younger, just so it's like a part of my life instead of something that I feel that I have to punish myself and do. Um, I wish I had a better relationship with uh, exercise and working out. I do. That would be my one thing. Because if there is anything that anyone could ever say about me that I did wrong was that I wasn't in shape. And uh, I do think that wrestling needs to have more guys that look like me. I will say that. Um, but I think it's about a healthy thing as well. I think I, my body would have probably held up a little bit better doing the style that I did as long as I did and uh, if I would have took care of myself. And uh, I regret that. All right. Um, I feel you on that one because since uh, basically I've stopped working out, I've had a foot of my intestines removed, my gallbladder removed. Tried to get back into tried to get back into working out, torn my labrum. So I believe it or not, I just stick to DDP yoga and walking. Good. It's better than nothing, man. That's you know, and and that's what I I wish I would have really instilled that in myself at at a younger age. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Now now I can tell people what how I messed up and hopefully they learn from that. Right. Uh, one thing I do uh like to talk about is uh professional wrestling and mental health mm-hmm. i am um, somebody who is been on record multiple times i have depression uh, i have this thing called uh tinnitus in my ears yeah, the ringing in your ear yeah non-stop mm-hmm. and it's caught it's caused depression adhd insomnia i have a little bit of like short-term memory loss mm-hmm. um throughout your career have like you ever experienced any like lows where you've like stepped back or anything oh for sure yeah i've I've, uh definitely taken a couple months off this was when i was in 2016 maybe uh yeah i just took a little time i had to reset uh happens to everybody you know um i'm very much a private person and i do think that everybody needs to check on their mental health, maybe go see a professional, do what you got to do to uh, get right. And um, that's something that I've been doing lately. And uh, it's been very rewarding. So I definitely think that anybody else should do the same. And uh, I mean, you don't, you know, I, I obviously talk about it, but you don't have to go on the internet and talk about it. You could just talk about it to a friend or something, you know, and uh, or or a professional, you know. I think a lot of people will use Twitter as a therapist sometime, and it's like, you know, they don't have a degree, so maybe, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, just uh, I mean, I hate to say because and it's just something I say to myself all the time, but just go outside, you know. I, I'm an indoor kitty, I get it, but uh, it's just gotta get your mind right gotta get your mind right yeah and um 
if you're in upstate New York and you work a schedule like me, you don't see the light of day now till March. Oh, yeah, Ohio is the same way, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's dark at three forty-five. It's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, I was bringing my girlfriend home at like four o'clock, and I'm like, you know, walked out the door. I'm like, oh, yep, it's pitch black out. Yeah. This is great. Yes, yeah, cool. Def- yeah, definitely this time of year. But yeah, mental health is definitely super important, especially for wrestlers and. uh yeah, just um, deal with it however you need to deal with it and uh, do it the right way because, you know, we've lost some people and uh, no one wants to see that. So, you know, take a shower, go outside, take your meds. Please. And if not, talk to somebody. Talk yes. to a friend. Ricky... December 7th, Fight Plus. Yes. This could, unless you go to social media, could possibly be the last message you have for Jimmy Lloyd in your match. What would you like to, do you have anything you want to say to him? Oh, strap in, Jimbo. It's time. Let's go. You haven't seen this in a while. Uh, A little bit different nowadays. So fans, remember, Fight Plus, tomorrow, Thursday, December 7th, 7 p.m. Again, you can download and subscribe to Fight Plus and get a seven-day free trial and basically watch MLW's One Shot for free. So make sure you're there tomorrow night at 7. Ricky, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to speak with me today, especially right before this big pay-per-view match you have for your MLW National Openweight Championship. I want to wish you the best of luck. And do you have uh, any message, last message for the fans? Mm, Thank you. And where can they follow you on social media? Uh, Just Google me. You'll find me. I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) So fans, remember tomorrow, 7 p.m. Fight Plus MLW with the World Titan Federation's one shot. Make sure you're there. And remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be. We're out.